Hey guys, welcome back. This is Jadian here on Waxing Poetic Yin. And today we're going to be getting into this full moon in Scorpio. Okay, you all know that I love this moon so much. I know that people don't really enjoy this cycle of the moon because Scorpio is super intense, but I actually enjoy it because I know that it brings so much transformation. And I love to dive deeper into the darkness because that's where we find the light. For all my Scorpio Sun people, I know that in this lifetime, it has definitely been a difficult ride for you. When we think about Scorpios, we think karma, karmic, very, very karmic sign. So when you entered this world, you knew already that I'm going to go through a huge, huge transformation in this lifetime and you're going to pay back old debt and, you know, really understand your lessons and clear karma. That's that's basically what I'm seeing is clearing karma. Like that is what Scorpio reminds me of, clearing karma. I want to talk about Scorpio a little bit more through this podcast and the reason is is because you guys are so intriguing. Sometimes I think that you guys don't realize how powerful your sign truly is. Yes, you can be quite destructive and um, you already know this within yourself, but I think when you get past that destructive phase, oh my god, like you're the most magnetic person in the world. And I mean uh, this magnetism about you that brings so much opportunity, change, you know, beautifulness uh, around you. You know, when you guys are in your destructive stages, which I would definitely assume would be your younger years, and astrologers usually call Scorpio a lizard, a lizard when you guys are younger. And that's usually your more destructive stages. And when you're in that state, as I've mentioned before in the past to a lot of my clients and through several podcasts, you know, this world revolves around karma. So whatever it is that you're sending out is exactly what you're going to get back in return. And when you guys are in this spiral of chaos, you guys are just attracting chaos. I also just want to tell you guys, I know that you Scorpio sons, especially the ones born in November, you guys fear being alone. You know what? You know what? both Sagittarius, Sagittarius and Scorpio born in November, you guys, November babies, are scared to be alone. You fear that you're going to be alone forever is what I'm saying. And this definitely has to do with everything in the section of love. I want you to know that in this lifetime, you are here to experience a very beautiful relationship. And I want you guys to believe that you will find the right partner because you will. I don't even know why I'm saying all of this, but I'm just going to say it because I've read so many Scorpios this past week, especially the November babies, which were some Sagittarius. Okay, some Sagittarius. But, you know, I know that you guys don't, um, or some of you don't understand my spiritual language when I'm speaking about these things but what I'm trying to say is that anybody born in November is going to be governed by the constellation of Scorpio that is the way that I'm trained or was trained to read you know the sky map and this method for me has definitely come to be very accurate this is why I highly recommend life readings now anyways back to this full moon eclipse Scorpio. I am going to be putting up a reading. Um, I put it up today 
there is only limited spots available. I only read about uh, 13 to 12 people through the course of maybe like three days because the full moon is very prominent or the energy is very prominent day of two days prior two days after it is going to be a full-on reading a personal reading i'm also going to be putting together like a little bit of a ritual guide just for you guys and i will be sending that through email as well you guys can definitely head over to my shop page and purchase those readings before they're sold out also through this podcast i will be going through your birth month your birth month and explaining to you what section of your life this eclipse is going to bring transformation i will be doing it at the end of this podcast so let's go ahead and get into eclipses i did talk a little bit about eclipses during the new moon in taurus because new moon in taurus this past new moon we had a a solar eclipse in taurus okay when we think about taurus scorpio axis i want to tell you something okay May babies, November babies, you guys have a lot of similarities whether you like it or not. When we think about Taurus, Taurus is very, very overindulgent when it comes to pleasures of life. And we can definitely see that coming into Scorpio as well. When we think about Taurus and Scorpio, they're both very sexual signs and you guys are actually mirroring each other in this lifetime. And I know that sounds crazy, but it's true. So what I've come to realize is that as a May baby, you're approaching the world as a Scorpio individual. And I know that you may not understand that right now, but that's something that we can get into through readings, okay? And as a Scorpio born in November, you're actually approaching the world as a Taurus. Yeah, pretty crazy, right? But trust me, it all makes sense. So when we think about this Scorpio-Taurus axis... You know, we're, we're getting in touch with, you know, things of the material, anything that you can feel, see, and touch. Usually the five physical senses, but then when I think about Scorpio, I feel like it goes deeper than that. Because that's when we get to the hidden spaces of our psyche and the emotional worlds that impact us on a daily basis. You know, whether you're aware of that or not, you know, while... It may be easy and appealing to keep these parts of us really locked within the underworld or, you know, deep down um, within our psyche, subconscious, whatever it is that you want to call it. This may not benefit us in the long run because you're locking things away. What I've also noticed with November babies in general, okay, a lot of you guys had a very hard time growing up you know, the childhood. And what I've noticed is that when you guys have come into your adulthood, you guys have definitely shoved all of your childhood under the rug. You guys seem to have forgotten about it, honestly. So that's kind of like an example of the things that we're locking away. You don't want to lock these things deep down inside of you. And this goes for everybody. You don't want to lock those things deep down inside. And I know that some of you guys, um, other people are definitely going to be like, oh, well, I forgot about my childhood as well. Honestly, to tell you the truth, you have to have very heavy water placements in order for you to forget about those things, honestly. And I would definitely need to look at your chart as well. But I guarantee you there's something in there that, um, you know, shows me why you've locked away, you know, your childhood or shoved it under the rug. But anyways, let's keep going. Every human being has this need to feel seen and heard. 
And the Scorpio moon is going to remind you that if we keep these parts of us in the shadows hidden, it's going to prevent us from ever receiving the light, as I mentioned earlier. You're not going to get to the light, you're not going to heal, and you're not going to find love because you're so afraid to tap into the darkness. Your shadow will never be seen and never transformed into something different. As a Scorpio in general, November baby, you're here to transform into a phoenix rising from the ashes. Some people call you an eagle. But here in this Scorpio moon that we're going to be having this weekend, on a mass level, all of us need to go through this. When we think about a lunar eclipse, it's going to push you to change. And I'll tell you why in a bit. This moon is actually going to bring um, things up to the surface, okay? And it's going to bring key things that have to do with our authenticity and freedom. When we think about Scorpio, it's very connected to death and rebirth, of course. We all know this. And for those of you that don't, Scorpio is death and rebirth. This lunar eclipse is an invitation to release and evolve in areas such as personal power, loyalty, intimacy, sexual and non-sexual, trust, possessiveness, obsession, passion, determination, revenge, secrets, and extremes. With all of this being said, we are under a Mercury retrograde as well, and this full moon forms an opposition towards the Mercury retrograde in Gemini, shedding light on the opportunities at play as well. So Mercury retrograde also encourages us to slow down a little bit and retrace our steps and go inward for introspection. Great time to reflect upon thoughts and how we communicate them as well. But what I do want you to know is there will be, you know, miscommunication uh, during this Mercury retrograde phase as well. <clears throat> and also around this full moon, it could definitely be heightened. Mercury retrograde, really, really quickly, for those of you that don't know, um, it's easier to get into accidents, especially in your vehicle. I have noticed that some people just get into accidents just in general, um, you know, spraining their ankle, you know, hurting their knee, whatever it may be. Uh, just be careful, more precautious. Exes seem to want to come back. Friends, old friends want to come back. All I want you to know is that during Mercury retrograde, it allows us to go back to things that we missed. Conversations that maybe need to be had. But I will tell you that if you're going to be getting back together with an ex that was maybe toxic or whatever it may be, it's not going to work out. If you feel like there was no closure, you know, with a friend, an ex, a family member, and then they seem to return back, you know, it's maybe a good time to have a good conversation with them as well. But what I'm saying as far as relationships, do not get back with your ex during a Mercury retrograde. Like, that is just a fact that it's not going to work out. You know, during Mercury retrogrades also, you don't sign contracts, you know, or start anything new in that nature. I know that a lot of you are going to be asking me about this, but, you know, I think when it comes to contracts, if it was already planned before this Mercury retrograde and you have to sign for it during this time, I would definitely say that that would be okay because it was already planned a few months ago or whatever it may be but if it's something random and impulsive and you're like yeah I'm gonna sign for this today and you know that sort of thing that impulsive nature I would definitely say no don't you know sign contracts I'm pretty sure there'll also be you know delays around it as well because mercury retrograde actually brings a lot of delay especially with travel and mail and 
contracts, etc. But let's get back into this moon before I get off topic. A lunar eclipse happens when the Earth's shadow falls directly over the full moon, right? For a brief period. So that's when the moon disappears and the night turns dark. You know, it's crazy to me, but in ancient times, it was believed that darkness was a sign of great change. There you go. That just reminds me of Scorpio too. I don't know why. Even though it's eclipse related, uh, it reminds me of what Scorpio is in the zodiac. So it's just crazy that we're having this lunar eclipse under Scorpio. But yeah, everybody used to say that, or in ancient times, they would say that it's a bad omen for what was to come. And it was believed that lunar eclipses would bring a rise of darkness and that evil would flourish. And let me tell you something, there's going to be some really weird things happening during that full moon. And I would definitely say more on a mass level. You know, the moon is such a beautiful thing because as I've told you before, it really affects our emotional state. And the moon has long been associated with the feminine. And if we look at the moon as a symbol for femininity, which is totally what it is, the mother, an energy that goes beyond gender, having this moment of shadow is almost like a rebirth. You know, when we think about the moon and that feminine energy, it's about connecting with your emotions, connecting with your body, and connecting with your intuition. It's about going within and allowing yourself to reflect into the darkness, into that shadowy water of your own heart, mind, and soul. And it's about going to the darkest depths of the ocean and clearing through all that no longer serves you so you can be reborn. You know, although we have lunar eclipses every year, of course, you know, their energies affect all of us in different ways, depending on where we are in our lives and where we are heading. And this is why I'm going to get into this is why I'm going to get into a small reading at the end um, with where the moon is going to be affecting you the most based off of the month of your birth. Now, one thing is for sure. You know, eclipses are not bad omens, okay? Instead, they are gifts from the cosmos, and they always help us to get where we need to be. Let's talk about this moon on a physical level, okay? Because this is for sure. Um, during the new moon um, solar eclipse, this past one, I did feel energetically drained after the new moon hit, and I feel that usually happens to me, but um, it hit me because I wasn't able to sleep either. And that is definitely something that a eclipse does to you because it tends to zap our energy, making us feel drained or lethargic. You know, sometimes it can also mess with our sleep cycles and our hormones and make you feel irritable tired, moody, and just out of balance in general. And I will definitely say people who have like moon cancer um, or just cancer placements, very heavy cancer placements, pretty sure you guys are not going to be able to sleep. For some women, you know, the cycles of the moon also um, connect with your menstrual cycle. And it's very common for women to be bleeding, ovulating, experiencing PMS during eclipses as well. And I have talked about this um, before on a different podcast about your menstrual cycle and how it and how the moon affects your menstrual cycle. All I want you guys to do is learn to be aware of the moon fluctuations. It's so important because once you learn how to navigate through life through moon fluctuations more power to you some people are not even aware 
that it's affecting them energetically. But as for me, I document how I feel through certain moon phases. And I also document how everybody is acting around me as well. And because of this documentation, it has allowed me to understand what to expect and how to harness the energy and how to use it more in a positive way instead of going into it with a negative mind frame. You know, this lunar eclipse has the power to pull and draw a lot of emotional energy out of the depths and onto the surface. And for that reason, a lot of us are going to find ourselves feeling extra sensitive, more aware of our thoughts and feelings, and that's okay. But because of that, what can you do to make yourself feel better? Do you need to take a bath? Do you need to write in your journal? Do you need some, you know, more self-care than usual? Like, this is what I'm saying. You know, when you're aware of it, you know how to handle it. Emotional healing is extremely powerful during eclipse time. So if you do notice old feelings rising up to the surface, know that there is a cosmic support to help clear and release them. You know, having this heightened emotion within you can also make you feel very, very anxious, you know, and withdraw. But this is what I'm saying. We have to learn how to channel that into a creative uh, project or do something artistic and, and do some sort of like healing work for ourselves that can help us. To sum everything up, a lunar eclipse always puts you where you need to be. Changes are going to happen for those of you who are not in alignment. Um, it's going to shake things up and it's going to happen all for a reason because spirit is redirecting you. Again, it's going to put you where you need to be. So embrace the change that is happening. It is a moon that always guides you in the right direction and it's always going to reveal to you exactly what you need to do and reveal exactly what you need to know for where you're heading so use its power okay this power this moon power that's coming up to clear release and reflect in the depths of that water of your own heart and soul oh my god okay so right now i just pulled some cards out of a new deck that i just got and um this deck is pretty crazy because it gets into um blind spots you know the things that people do not recognize within themselves and today i'm just going to bring some things up to your guys's awareness because i'm asking spirit to give me messages for the collective and it just gives me chills like even saying this because i see it all the time and literally this morning i was going to talk about this so okay Recently, I just tattooed my face and I know that people, well, some people are going to make a big deal out of that, right? Because that isn't what is socially acceptable. But as for myself, it made me feel a sense of freedom because I withdrew from those social customs that people may call normal. What I want to do is show people that we are here in this world to express ourselves and it does not matter what we look like. And in this day and age and in this new age, we are here to express ourselves freely and not to conform to what they say is socially acceptable. Because as for myself, I am successful. I have my own business. And yes, I do want to be a positive influence to the children of tomorrow, but I also want them to know that, hey, you know, you can be yourself and still be successful. Now, what is coming up in this reading is the mask of altruism. 
today, spirits are really coming through and asking you to see that society has made self-focus and self-interest so bad and wrong that you can no longer see selfishness or self-interest in yourself. You have disguised it as altruism. You know, a lot of people use this mask in many ways to disguise our own self-centered interest. Okay, just for an example, like sometimes people do things in order to be validated by other people. And in fact, it's something that you don't even like within yourself. You're just doing it because society is doing it or because other people are doing it and because they think that that is socially acceptable. You know, this is like sacrificing yourself so you get the esteem and self-concept of yourself as being good and right. What I'm trying to say is that what I want you to do is, or what spirit wants you to do because this is really what's coming from them, is they want you to be your true authentic self. Hmm, you know, maybe this comes back down to, you know, pleasing others. Like, don't please others, like please yourself. Who cares what other people think about your likes and interests? And of course, I would definitely say this all with integrity. So what Spirit is saying is that a lot of human beings mask, mask themselves. What you're going to find interesting and what you're going to see as we go through the years of this new age in Aquarius is that people are going to start to free themselves. Yes, there are pros and cons with this new age and I have talked about this before on my Instagram, but in a, in a positive light, people are going to start expressing themselves freely in a positive way, of course. You know, nobody is hiding anymore. Aquarius brings truth. It's called truth. Aquarius is truth. Truth, truth, truth. You know, so be you, be who you are, be authentic to yourself. I don't know how many times, you know, there are some people who have told me that their mom and dad, um, you know, didn't accept that, you know, they had a different uh, spiritual belief or religious belief or whatever it may be. Like, that's sad to me because I feel that in this life, we're here to explore beyond we're here to express ourselves freely uh, um, without feeling judged, you know? When I think about Aquarius and then I think about this moon, maybe this is a perfect time to transform and be your true self. Some of you guys are so, so talented and you think, my talents will not make me money or, you know, you just settle for a nine to five job. That's not true. You know, it's it's things like that. It's things like that. Ooh, just, you know, the whole thing, it just gives me chills. Because, yeah, um, it's everything that I live by. And it's crazy because, you know, back then, even though I was doing really bad things, and yes, I was rebellious in a, in a really negative way. Like, um, you know, sometimes, like, my parents didn't accept, you know, my, my choices. But... Now, um, you know, I think they're seeing things very differently because I created something from nothing, basically, and and I'm here to tell everybody that, you know, follow your dreams and your heart's desires. Like, it'll never steer you in the wrong direction, and I feel that with this moon in Scorpio, it'll help us to transform and redirect and redirect us to where we need to be. Okay, so let's go ahead and get into where this moon is going to be affecting you based off of your 
birth month, your birth month. So I'm going to go ahead and start with with um, November babies. So November babies are going to be affected through house number one. This is how the soul incarnates into the physical body. It's I am and the soul's purpose. This is the soul's purpose. So a lot of November babies are going to be reflecting on your purpose. You know, the body, the ego, the way in which the soul projects itself into the physical plane. Let's go ahead and get into December babies. December babies are going to be affected in all areas of the 12th house. When we think about the 12th house, it has everything to do with I believe. You know, the soul's dreams about finding higher power, imagination, deception, dreams, music, poetry, hospitals, jail, you know, angels, your sacrifices, and everything in the hidden subconscious. January babies are going to be affected in the 11th house, and this is the way that you know. I know. That's what it means. And the soul seeks to serve using his knowledge, wishes, friends, groups, affairs, astrology, you know, UFOs, your potential, diving into your universal truth. You know, this also has a lot to do with groups and friends. February babies are going to be affected in the 10th house, and this is I use. You're going to be thinking about your higher purpose and your honor. You know, this has a lot to do with your public standing, honor, yes, career, you know, the father, politics, wealth, higher education, and old age. But more so, this is your public standing, your career. So you're going to be thinking a lot about these things and hopefully you'll be coming into a transformation in these areas. March babies are going to be affected in the ninth house. This is where you see. March babies are going to be searching for the truth, truth, philosophy, religion, codification of thoughts, higher institutions, publishing, foreigners, and travel. April babies are going to be affected in the 8th house. This is where you desire. This is how you powerfully unite and merge with others. You know, this is where you come into your intuitive awareness, corporate finances, secrets, you know, sexual energy. May babies are actually going to be affected in house number seven. This is where you balance. I balance. This is where you're going to be seeking others. As this has everything to do with partnerships of the soul, how the soul relates to other people, and even enemies. You can expect some transformations in those areas. Now, as far as June babies... We're getting into house number six, I analyze. So you're going to be affected in house number six, which is the soul's energy, you know, where you're at service or work. You can expect things around health, work and service to the world, maybe even something along the lines of, of pets. July babies are going to be affected in house number five. This is where you create this is where energy is flowing in and out of the soul. This is where your soul is getting creative. You might be, you know, connecting with these things. You know, this all has to do with children as well. Art, creativity, love given and received, affection, you know, romance, speculations and gambling. July babies are going to be having a transformation in those areas and I would definitely say it has a lot to do with their creative energy. August babies are going to be affected in house number four. This is where you feel. I feel. It's coming from your home, okay? And, you know, the soul develops feelings and a base of security here in the home. So during this time, it's going to be a lot about basic structure of the soul's emotional process, the home and home life, parents, the mother, you know, maybe even connecting a little bit more with intuition during this time as well. But you're going to be affected in the home area. 
September babies are going to be affected in house number three. This is where you're thinking, I think. This is all about your thinking and communication process, the mental capacity and thinking mind of your soul. The communications, travels, and messages in your life, you know, brothers and sisters, neighbors, books, things that feed your mind, how we speak and assimilate information. You can expect some transformations in that area. Now, as far as October babies, October babies are going to be affected in house number two. This is I have. You know, this is how the soul attains. This is all about your self-esteem, you know, your finances, your energies flowing into your life. And when we think about house number two, it has a lot to do with how you accumulate wealth, how you handle wealth. Everything to do with your possessions. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share and tag me. I'm also leaving a comment box open on Spotify so you can let me know how you feel about it. I'm also accepting tips for this podcast. For those of you that do want to book a reading for this full moon in Scorpio, the link is definitely up already on my shop page so that we can get a little bit deeper into everything that I just mentioned about what's going to be happening in your own personal life.